welcome to Driven for Purpose, a lifestyle podcast designed to bring you the tips, tools, and resources so that you can discover your purpose, reignite your passion, and fully step into your power. I'm your host, Amanda Bickham, holistic health and mindfulness coach, and I'll be guiding you every step of the way. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. finally grounded in my new home where I will reside for the next three months at least here in the south of India, one of my favorite places, a place that brings me inspiration and all kinds of amazing experiences which I hope to be sharing with you. I share my journey in multiple different ways both here on the podcast as well as on my Facebook story and I'm actually going to be bringing a new part of um, this online growing conscious community for those who are truly ready to begin to have the tools, even more tools, practical tools, applications, tips, those who are ready to invest a little bit more of themselves into being a part of a tribe, a, a tribe of individuals who are ready to stop making excuses and start stepping into um, their highest and best version of themselves. That's going to be on Patreon, so be sure to check out the Patreon. I'll be sharing a lot more about it, but you can just go to patreon.com, Amanda Bickham, search me, you'll see what is coming there. I'm going to be doing a lot more work starting in December. But for now, I'm really excited to be doing another episode of Ask Amanda Anything. And this question came in from a woman um, who has been, we've been connecting for quite some time. And she wants to know about how to overcome sexual trauma from the masculine. She really wants to begin to attract the ideal mate and relationship in her life. But because of some sexual trauma that has happened at an early age for her, um, she's finding herself that she has continued to attract men who aren't ready or men who are closed off emotionally or the same type of man into her life who's not ready to fully hold her and her essence and you know I would love just to say to this this person um, you are not alone in this and to be honest it's it's whether man or woman if you're wanting to attract the ideal mate yet you keep continuing to attract the same person in a different body this is an I this is a, the perfect example to create a reflection of something that's going on within some inner work that is still wanting or needing to be done that hasn't yet been acknowledged or done. And to this specific person who wrote in, because it's a, um, a more personal subject, I'm going to avoid using her name, but for this specific person, I just want to acknowledge you and reflect back to you that you have taken a beautiful first step in writing this question. I hear and see that you are taking responsibility for the men who are being attracted to you or you are attracting in your life. And I hear you choosing to look at your past 
as something that is continuing to perpetuate where you are and what you're experiencing in the future. You know, acceptance is the first step towards transformation. And if you cannot begin to become, or awareness, I guess, would be the first step. And then the second step is really accepting what we are bringing awareness to. And if you're unaware that you are co-creating the reality that you live in, you will continue to be stuck in the victim mode. You will continue to be stuck in the blame game. And you will never truly be able to step into your power and attract whoever it is or whatever it is that you want in your life. So to this specific reader or listener um, and anyone else out there who is you know, choosing to do the inner work, um, and, and really starting to take responsibility for what they are attracting. I honor you, I acknowledge you, and I appreciate you doing the self-work. Now back to her question. So this, you know, there's a lot, and I've been talking a lot about this with the Me Too movement. There has undoubtedly been a lot of um, trauma, whether that be physical, sexual, mental, emotional trauma that the masculine has um, inflicted on the feminine. And so too, I work with a lot of men, you know, a lot more men are coming in and saying, you know, speaking about their sexual abuse from oftentimes from in the family, whether it be grandmothers or sisters or babysitters or who knows it's on both sides and I just want to start by saying that it's on both sides we have woundings from the masculine to the feminine and from the feminine to the masculine it's really been brought up around the feminine and I think it's incredibly powerful and I'm so proud of the feminine for starting to stand in their masculine and speak their truth and also I want to not forget about all of the masculine who have been damaged or um, rather uh, inflicted upon by the feminine and not forget about their pain that they're undergoing too. I think it's incredibly important to remember that any hurt people hurt people, right? So it's learned behaviors. Chances are if someone has done something to you, they learned it from somewhere else. Now, does it make it right? Absolutely not. But when we begin to understand that whoever did whatever it was to me, whether it was yelling at you or abusing you in some way, shape, or form, when we can begin to take ourselves out of our own experience and the experience in that moment, and we can begin to look at the situation from a step or two back, we can begin to see that chances are this person has been shown or has had something similar happen to them. One of my favorite books is Don Miguel Ruiz, The Four Agreements. And one of the four agreements is to not take things personally. Now, when we're talking about sexual abuse, even verbal abuse or any abuse, physical abuse, mental, emotional abuse, and especially when it's done to children, it can be really hard not to play the blame game. What did they do to deserve this? What did I do to deserve this? I was only a child. 
And I think it's really, really important in this time to continue to hold to the agreement of not taking things personally. We have no idea why certain things happen to us. All we know is that they happen to us. And we can use, we can do one of two things. We can continue to stay stuck and in the victim mind state. Or we can choose to see this experience as something that we can end the cycle of. When we begin to, to use our challenging experiences as tools for empowerment, tools for growth, we stop the cycle of abuse, of harm. We've been living in an old story and we allow this old story to continue, a story of scarcity, a story of individualism, a story of um, truly disconnection from our own inner feminine and our inner masculine. Whether you are female or male embodied or anywhere in between, we have had a very big disconnect between the masculine and the feminine. And right now, we are being asked, all of this is coming up, right? This masculine and this feminine and this trauma and all of this pain is resurfacing and we are being asked to see it, to accept it, and to begin to end the cycle by letting it go, by doing the inner work, by stopping blaming and pointing fingers and truly beginning to do the inner work and create compassion and love for whoever did whatever wrongdoing, can we begin to take ourselves out of our own experience and expand beyond the ego and begin to have compassion? Compassion for ourselves. Compassion for the situation and what for some may be the hardest, compassion for the perpetrator or the person who did the wrongdoing. One of the ways, you know, unfortunately, and also fortunately, unfortunately, many people come to me who have been sexually, physically, abused or I guess that would be the the fortunately part and unfortunately they've been abused fortunately they're coming to me unfortunately they have been abused so I actually work a lot with this a big part of my background and what I've been diving into over the last several years is Tantra Tantra is really about reconnecting the inner masculine and the feminine within all things most importantly within ourselves, healing the masculine and feminine within ourselves, which is healing the masculine and feminine in the consciousness of the global collective, right? And so what I often um, provide people with as a tool to help them on dealing with this is creating a ritual or a ceremony, 
So to this person who's written in, um, here's a piece or a tool that I would offer um, as an opportunity for you to clear this karma. And for anyone who is listening, if you know someone who has been abused in any way, shape, or form, whether male or woman, um, male or female, please share this podcast. I truly do believe part of our, our biggest growth and healing in this world is about um, helping to bring awareness to the pain and provide opportunities and tools to move beyond it so that we can all begin to come back together as one. So here's what I would do. I would, first of all, create a safe and sacred space in your house or somewhere where you can be uninterrupted. A place where you can be alone, a place where you know that you will have a certain amount of time where no one will disturb you. And in this place, I would bring a candle and I work a lot with stones. So even if it's, it's, you know, if you have the ability, if you're open to it, even if it's just one stone, stones are incredibly powerful for healing. I invite you to bring a stone or a few stones with you into this space and just set up a, a, a space of grounding. It could be on the floor, it could be on a table, light your candle, put your stone or your stones and just create the space as sacred. You know, our, the, our actions change the vibrational frequency and speak loudly. So create a safe and sacred space for yourself. Just by simply lighting a candle and putting a stone in front of you, it can set that intention. Then what I invite you to do is to close your eyes and to take a few deep breaths into your body and into your space and set the intention to do the inner work so that you can be free. So that you can be free of this story, of this pain, of this suffering, suffering that has been in your subconscious. so that you can do the healing work for the little girl in this case, or for others who may be listening, for the little boy who unfortunately had some wrongdoing done to them. Chances are oftentimes what I found in my clients is that this sexual trauma, this little girl or this little boy was never truly able to share it and that they've kept it in for so long. And even if they did share it at some point, it often wasn't for years later. And the little boy or the little girl was too scared to say anything. And so they never got the support that they needed. And so as we are now adults, going back into our past, we have the ability to hold our little girl or little boy within us in a safe and sacred space so that we can begin to heal and move beyond this energetic blockage so that we can change the subconscious 
so that we can continue to move forward in a conscious way, attracting more of what we desire, more of what we know we are worthy of. And in this case, the partner that you desire. So once you've created this sacred space and dropped into a meditation, understanding the place and the space that you are going to hold for yourself, this is an empowering practice because we cannot change others, what they've done or what they will do, but we can change the way that we have connected to our past. So in this place, I invite you, there's two things that you can do. The first thing is begin to envision the person, the perpetrator in front of you. Imagine that they are sitting in front of you as you sit in a comfortable position. I invite you to envision this person and just notice what's happening in your body as you're bringing this person's energy into your sphere. And as you bring them into your sphere, just notice where you feel the tension start to rise. Is it in your belly, in your chest, in your groin? And as you begin to allow yourself to feel, just notice what happens with your breath, with your mind. You may want to shut down, you may want to run, you may want to hide. And I invite you to remind yourself that you are safe, that you are loved, and that you are supported. And in this space, I invite you as you imagine this person sitting in front of you, to imagine that there are cords Something that we're unaware of because we can't see it with our physical eyes is that we are energy and that we are connected to others' energy consistently. And that these cords or these energetic holds become a part of us. And um, oftentimes if we don't release this energy, they stay with us and they become stuck. And this is what prevents um, new energy and the right energy that you want from coming in. Now this all sounds a little bit woo-woo and um, I understand that it might not make sense to the rational mind, but this is what I have used for my personal and private clients many times and it has worked many times. So Imagine that this person is sitting in front of you and wherever you feel the blockage, you might feel it in more in one place, you might feel tension, contraction, contraction, stagnation, whatever it is, I want you to allow yourself to imagine as though the person in front of you has a cord, a channel of energy connected from them to you in that place. And that this connection with this person has created this stagnation in your energetic field. And as you breathe into this place in your body and you can feel their energy pouring into you, I invite you to imagine that once you really can feel this cord, that you have this, your hands become scissors. 
And for a moment, you take your hand and you cut this cord. And as you cut this cord, I want you to envision their energy going back to them and your energy coming back to you. And just notice how it feels to take back your own energy. To take back your power. Now, generally, I walk this through my private sessions, whoever I'm working with in this moment, or I work, we do various different um, exercises like this. Sometimes this will be enough. Sometimes they'll need other energy clearings. It just depends on the situation, the circumstance, how many times it happened, who it was. Um, this is something that I invite you to try. It's very, very powerful. Um, if there are multiple places in the body where you're feeling the blockages or the stagnation or whatever it is, do it to every place. Imagine this cord connected to that person and cut it. It's all about taking back your own power. There may be, chances are, a lot of emotion. A lot might come up. This is why it's important that you have a sacred space something that can hold you as you hold you and the little boy or the little girl inside you. To this reader, um, once you have done that, you've started to clear some of the old energy and from there you can begin to cultivate what it is that you want to pull in in this new partner. Now to be honest, this is a really big question and this is a lot of the work that I would do with an individual over a three month time period um, of helping them clear this and begin to attract that which they desire, looking at old patterns and habits and limiting beliefs. But I think that this would give you a very good start. This is a practice that I actually have never shared with the public outside of my private sessions. Um, and yeah, I hope that this is, is powerful for you. I hope that this works. Um, as far as I know it will work if you show up and you give it the time and the space that it deserves, it may take a couple times. You may need a couple more things, but just by setting the intention and holding the space for yourself, you will begin to change your energetic frequency, you will begin to pattern, repattern and reprogram your subconscious and that will create an energetic shift that will attract something different into your life. To you and any other individual who is out there having experienced any sort of wounding from the masculine or the feminine, my heart goes out to you. I acknowledge you for who you are today and for choosing to tune in to this podcast. And I hope that you do this practice and begin to take back your power. In a time where the Me Too movement is more powerful than ever, we have the opportunity to come back together and heal. Yet it is so incredibly important to come back with love and compassion 
for the opposite, for the energy that did the wrongdoing. We must begin to take ourselves out of the individual session and begin to drop in to our own truth. Beginning to take back our power. Beginning to see ourselves in the other. For that is how we will truly begin to heal. If anybody here listening is curious about some of this work that I've been doing with individuals, please feel free to reach out to me, to connect with me, to write me. It's a very powerful time right now, very potent. And I would love to help us all reconnect with our own divine feminine and divine masculine and heal our own relationship to ourselves and to all that which is connected to us. Thank you so much for choosing to be brave and to be bold and to inquire about your own personal growth and self-development and choosing to write in this person who shall remain anonymous you have helped others and by being brave and bold and asking how to help yourself i see you i feel you i honor you thank you I look forward to tapping in and hearing any of your experiences. For those of you who do this, I am a real person. I look forward to connecting with you, to helping you grow, to helping you heal. If you have any questions or comments or want to share your experience, please reach out to me. I am here to support. From my heart to yours, thank you so much. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode on Driven for Purpose. I cannot tell you how much your support means. If you found this content helpful in any way, shape, or form, I would love it if you share this with your friends and family. If you haven't yet already done so, please go on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Your reviews help us rank higher, which means more people can get inspired by this content, and together we can support one another to continue on our journey towards our highest and best selves. I'll catch you next week.